0: So even when I'm doing everything in life, I'm trying to remember, it doesn't have to be perfect because you make more progress if you just keep going.
1: Imagine you were the type of person who comes up with 101 new ideas every day. Which ones would you pursue? How would you figure out what to work on and what to let go so that you stay focused and continue to move forward? Hi, I'm Richard Ralston. Welcome to Focus on Progress, the podcast for you, the online membership owner who wants to see more progress in your business, in your life, and in the lives of those you lead. In this episode, I talk with Ashley Bruce, founder of Your Creative Avenue and The Crave Art Club, about what she learned about making progress as a young gymnast, about how to avoid perfectionism from teaching art to kids, how she follows her heart while also keeping herself on track to achieve her goals even when she sees so many creative opportunities that she'd love to explore and how her progress pod helps her stay focused and eliminate the stuff that's not working for her. If you're a creative and find it a challenge to stay on track and avoid chasing the 101 ideas that pop into your head every day, keep listening. Ashley's story provides us with some hope that it is actually possible. Hey Ashley, thanks for joining us.
0: Hi Richard, thanks for having me.
1: To set the stage in our conversation and to get this thing rolling, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, what you do, and you know, what are you passionate about? What drives you Ashley?
0: All right, it's a big story, but I come from a background of theater and art and television and teaching kids. So I, I grew up drawing and loving art forever. And when I went to college, I fell into theater. I'd never done theater before that, but I wanted to do set design. And so I started taking those classes and I jumped right into the theater and I just fell in love. It was so much fun. And I actually ended up going into costuming instead of sets. But it was it was a blessing and it was so much fun. And, and then when I graduated or before I graduated college, I started working at the Old Globe Theater in San Diego and doing costuming and running all their wardrobe crews there for all the shows that they put on, which was so much fun. And, uh, and from that, I then started working in television and film and doing props and wardrobe and set decorating in commercials. And I worked on a children's TV series that we were putting together as an artistic director for that, which was awesome. And then I had kids of my own and kind of put all of that on pause for a little while to be a mom. And once they went to school, I started working at their school. So my oldest went to kindergarten, and I was asked by a local restaurant business owner at our, our local pizza place, uh, Buena Forchetta in, in San Diego, which is amazing, by the way, if you're in San Diego, go to Buena Forchetta because it's amazing. And the business owner, Mateo, had asked me if I would start a art program for the school. There were 600 kids, and we had no art in the school at all. So, I mean, the teachers would do art in the classroom, but it wasn't like art class. They couldn't go to art class. So he funded it. Yeah. So he funded it and said, I'll give the money if you figure out how to make it work in two weeks. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh. So, sure. Why not? I'll do that. (laughs) So so I did. And within like two weeks, we had the okay from the principal. We had, I I was going to other schools to figure out what they were doing just to get it together. And we started the art program. And... I worked on that program for three years and it was amazing and seeing 600 kids at that school and I also worked at another school with their kindergartners and just doing art with all of them was so inspiring and really life-changing because kids' art is so beautiful and it's so different than our adult art stuff is because we are so worried about perfectionism. We're so worried about making it right and there's a wrong way and usually I'm doing it wrong and I have to do it right. And yeah. so so as adults we just stop, you know. But kids usually especially the younger kids, they're not they're not worried about doing anything wrong yet. So it's it's a reminder for me to always think like a kindergartner more or less. To like you know, <laughs> I'm kind of silly and free anyways, but just to remember it doesn't have to be perfect. Put a wiggly line and you're okay with it, right? So even when I'm doing everything in life I'm trying to remember it doesn't have to be perfect because you make more progress if you just keep going. Because what happens is we always just stop ourselves, right? We just we just stop because we don't think it's good enough or we can't do it or whatever. So we just don't go anywhere with it. That was a really good time in my life of trying to like learn with the kids. They taught me more than I think I taught them, which was awesome. But then we had to move. And I had to leave the school because we moved too far away. They're still running the program down there um, and still have art for the kids. But we moved and I decided to homeschool my children for the last, we're on year four now. So we've been homeschooling and I've taken kind of some of what I was doing and tried to incorporate it into our homeschool. But also I started an art program for kids and families online just before the pandemic and everything that happened with that. We were working on it. So I was teaching art to kids and and families in my membership, the Crave Art Club, and then I put that on hold recently because I want to write books and illustrate books for children. So I'm now kind of in a mid-ground where I'm transitioning between writing books and learning how to write books and illustrate children's picture books and actually teaching my kids how to write books, which they're doing amazing with as well, and then am going to kind of circle it back around into that art realm and storytelling, but for children, because I love children and I just love how free their minds are. So it'll be much more focused on the kids. I really want my focus to, to go more into storytelling and characters and developing that whole imagination world for kids and to keep them free so that when they do become adults, they're not stuck like so many of us today are stuck and there's so much you can learn through art with problem solving and everything else so that's my long story <laughs> that
1: that is absolutely fascinating ashley you and i've known each other now for a couple of years and there's a whole lot in there that i didn't know about and you're almost well you're not almost you're a compulsive uh creative
0: yes <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> that's a good word i need a shirt This is like Hashtag compulsive
1: creative. <laughs> Absolutely. And so over that time, obviously, you've, you've made a lot of progress. You've changed a lot. Can you tell us a little bit about that, that process of continuing to make consistent progress? How, how did, you, how did yeah. you do that in the past? Were you, were you conscious of doing that or were you just doing whatever happened next?
0: I do a lot of whatever happens next because i just follow my heart mostly i i'm very blessed because my husband works and he is he is the breadwinner for our family which is fantastic and i love and i'm so grateful and i feel like it's when we had kids we just decided one of us wanted to stay at home with our kids as much as possible and raise our kids it was important to us so We've been able to make that happen, but I still have this need to be creative for myself because if I'm not, I go crazy and my whole family suffers, right. if I'm not creating. <laughs> so I just kind of like have to follow my heart. I'm one of those heart people that just has to follow what feels right. And if it doesn't feel right, I gotta shift gears. And I'm also not a person that really gives up on things. I like to find a way to make things work, but if it doesn't feel right, then I pray about it a lot because I'm a believer also. So I pray about it. And I I just know that whatever path I'm on in that time, I just need to kind of live in that moment and, and be in that moment and um, enjoy whatever's happening and work towards the next thing. And it's hard to stop myself from trying to get to the next thing too soon, but be in the process. Because sometimes the messy middle is really hard to be in, yeah. but it's an important spot to get to the end and i always relate it back to a painting it's like the beginning you set out to do it and you're like this is going to be awesome and you start painting and you're like what's happening this is a mess this doesn't look anything like i had in my head i don't think i'm going to be able to do it maybe i should quit i should probably quit because it looks terrible oh wait it's starting to look better wait a minute i think i can do it well look at that i did it right so like even just the painting going from I can do it so there's no way this is horrible but you got to push through that to get to the pretty stuff at the end and that messy middle is sometimes hard and gets us stuck a lot but I try to I try to just think back like if it was a painting what would I do next
1: (laughs) yeah that's a great metaphor for moving forward so in terms of doing a painting it's like you have this goal that you want to do a painting, and you make a start, and essentially you just keep going till you get to the end, regardless of how stuck you get in the middle. H- have you always been a goal orientated type person?
0: Yeah, I was a gymnast growing up. I was a gymnast, so it was very much I had, you know, I had my routine, and I worked on it over and over and over and over again. And I just tried to make it as, as close to perfect as I could get it. And I always wanted to be the best as I could. Like, if I could be better than, than the rest, that was great. I always wanted to do my personal best, but I did always try to have that competitive side. And you know my competitive side a little bit. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been goal-oriented my whole life. I think it has to do with that you know, mindset of an athlete growing up, which I'm not an athlete anymore. I just put that all into art. (laughs)
1: now. Right. So a couple of years ago, you and I met and we met... uh... That was
0: through a competition too, Richard. That was on our competitive sides. That's how we met. Do you Uh, remember that?
1: Remind me of that.
0: (laughs) Speaking of competitive side and and goal-oriented we were doing something with Sandra DeFreitas, right? She was doing like a workshop and she had a leaderboard on her challenge. And it was, you know, who had the most comments and interactions. And she was up in those interactions on her, in her group. And I didn't know at the time that within Facebook, you could have a leaderboard that popped up. And all of a sudden she posts this leaderboard and there's Richard's name and my name. And we were at the top and I was like, oh no, I gotta beat him. So I I started commenting more. And then you were like, oh no, no, no. And you started commenting more. And so it was like this little battle of us commenting back and forth. But then I got you. You remember how I got you? You did.
1: I remember that. That was so much fun.
0: <laughs> you were being interviewed by her and you couldn't comment because you were literally being interviewed by Sandra. So I was like, oh, this is my ticket. And I just made a break for it. And I commented a bunch and Sandra said, Uh oh, Ashley's beating you, Richard.
1: <laughs> well, the, and then
0: we became friends ever since.
1: There you go. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And then you got involved in a progress pod accountability group.
0: I did. Yours. Right. It was and, awesome.
1: And you're still, still involved. You are still <laughs> involved. And and is it still awesome?
0: It's still so awesome. That's why I show up all the time. It's amazing. I love it. I have missed very few meetings in in quite a while. I think three. Like, it's it's been really great.
1: So, well, what's been great about it? I mean, you're already a goal-orientated type person. You've achieved amazing things already in your life. You're creative. You have, you have so many dreams and, and things that you want to accomplish. So why get involved in something like a progress pod? What, what is it about that? Why do you keep coming back? What have been the benefits for you?
0: Okay, so as a creative and as a dreamer, because I call myself both, I'm a big dreamer. And sometimes us creatives and dreamers need a little organization help. <laughs>
1: only, only sometimes?
0: Like I said, I follow my heart a lot. I am a, I'm a creative. My mind is like in 10 places at once. I'm sure I have like ADHD or something, but I've not been like diagnosed. But I have a lot of that in me and I love it because it makes me think of a lot of things. But every now and then I need someone like you and everyone else in our group to come alongside and be like, so where's your focus today? Let's just bring you back. It's great. You got a million things. Let's just bring it back in for a minute and help you focus. So by the end of the week, you're not just stuck with a bunch of dreams. You actually have something done on at least one, one dream, like just focus a little bit. I still kind of stray and y'all let me have my, my stray times because I need that because Like I said, I'm a creative and I got to follow my heart and I'm a dreamer, big dreams, but I do need help from people around me to be like, what's your next, tiny step you got to do. What's your next thing that you got to focus on? And being in the pod has really, I mean, there's so many great things, but being in our pod has really helped me to eliminate stuff that I don't feel like is working and help get clarity on what's not working because people will help me be like, but is that what you really want? Is that what you're really doing? And I do go back and I think about like, I'm not really enjoying this. I'm not loving that part. Maybe I need to shift gears and relook at stuff. And it helps to be able to bounce those ideas off the other people in the group, or also to hear what other people are doing in their memberships. It really helps like, oh, they're trying that maybe I should try that, or maybe I could put a spin on what they're doing and it just opens up more ideas. You know, collaboration is always better, but also coming from the arts and the creative and the theater, it's all about collaboration. So going at it on my own is very difficult for me because I don't have collaborators to work with. And especially with like writing these books right now, it's hard because it's just me. So I need people to bounce ideas off of. So I bounce them off my kids and I bounce them off, but it's hard when you're building a membership by yourself and you're like, is this going to work? You need a team of people around you to, to kind of help you and, and help you get focused and help you realize what works and what doesn't work. And maybe what works for someone else won't work for you, but it's an idea to try. So I've liked that a lot. And and I like having y'all support me, and I like being able to encourage others because I'm a big encourager. And so I like to be able to encourage the other people in our pod in what they're doing. So there's there's a lot of reasons I love our pod, Richard, and it makes me smile.
1: Well, that's great. <laughs> and I like to smile. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you like to smile, and and you keep us laughing. You you always bring some hilarity to our meetings. Which, I'm not um... the
0: most mature. <laughs>
1: You keep us very entertained, and, and that's fantastic. And and so so being involved in the pod, has that actually helped you move forward and make progress?
0: It has, and it's been interesting because I've shifted since we started our pod. When mm-hmm. I started the pod, I had just got out of Tribe, right, with Stu McLaren. So we did Tribe, and then I started my membership. They said, just do it. Just start your membership. Just go for it. I didn't have a following. I didn't have anybody. I was brand new. I was like, okay, we'll just do this thing. So I started doing it. I mean, I had some people from the school system and whatever, right. That, that I had worked with in the past in person, but I was starting this whole new online business, which was definitely new to me. And, and so it was, it was a hard, it was a hard spot to be in, but I did learn a lot about my membership and I did learn a lot about steps that were needed before starting it that I probably should have done after being in the group. Like, Oh, you need an audience. Okay, great. I got to figure that out. And with other people's expertise that were in our pod, because our pod is made up of a whole bunch of different kind of entrepreneurs. They're, they're all in all different fields. And so there's been people who specialize in all different areas and to be able to connect with those people and make, make those relationships and be able to bounce ideas off of them and see what works in the YouTube space or what works in the Facebook space and how it's different. Um, That's been really helpful to get clarity on a lot of things. And I've, I've noticed just in the last few months, even going back and looking at my Facebook page and how it's, how all my videos are, I did it totally wrong. I haven't even told you this yet, Richard, I don't think. But I've noticed, like, if you're in the art space, maybe the audience is Facebook. But with kids, I teach kids. So my audience is probably over on YouTube. And I think I remember you guys telling me this a number of times. So your pod people kind of see it. It's like when you're too close to it yourself and you can't see what's on the outside. Like, as a mom, I know what's happening here, but other people can see something probably differently, right? And you kind of need those people to... Feed into you to be able to tell you this is really how it is. Or you can always see other people's issues a lot easier than you see your own, if we put it that way. Flip it, right? So I can see a lot of people's other issues much easier than my own issues. (laughs) And it's easy because I'm not too close to their situation, right? So with the pod, that's kind of how it is. Everyone else can see my issues and kind of help me realize what they are and get that clarity. And while my membership is currently on pause, it's not over, it's not done, it's just paused right now because I'm tweaking a few things, which is some clarity I got in our pod and I want to incorporate this storytelling side of it. So, yeah, it gives me clarity and it has been I'm I'm still in that messy middle. Like in the messy middle is where I'm at and I'm okay with that because it like I said, it's important to go through that and then at the end, you watch out it's going to be awesome. Whatever comes out of this. <laughs> It's going to be great. I know it is.
1: (laughs) So I hear you telling me that you've experienced really great support from being in the Progress Pod Accountability Group and that you've been able to ask questions and get feedback from people that has helped you make decisions on what you should be doing next and, and maybe what your next tiny step is to keep moving forward.
0: Yes. And you know, this next tiny step is amazing. I love it because every week we have to do our next tiny step, right? Sometimes like last week, I might make my step a little too big. And you bring me back in and say, that's not really a tiny step. Like back it up, which is nice. Cause then you do get that clarity. Like just, it's just about making that little bit of progress, which spirals you into more progress. Right. And I've been using that with my um, critique group for my, my books that I'm writing. I have a couple other ladies in there that we just critique each other's books and talk about our books. And at the end, I say, so what is your next tiny step for next week, girls? And they're like, this is really helpful. I'm like, I know. It's amazing. Having that next tiny step really helps you focus. Because also being a goal-oriented person and a a dreamer, my, my dreams are huge. And so sometimes to get it to funnel down into that small part of the funnel, and I live up in the big open part of the funnel most of my life. So being in the group has really helped me narrow it down and see what I can do this week that's manageable, that's doable.
1: Wow, so this is, the the Progress Pod. it sounds like it's had an impact on your mindset and an impact on your thinking about achieving goals.
0: Because like I like to go big, I love to live in that big space and it has made me like have to focus, which is a good thing. It's a hard thing and I can't live in it all the time, but I can live in it for our pod. And I know that I'm accountable to the other people in there. And like I said, I'm goal oriented and I'm a challenge kind of person. So I really don't want to let everyone down when I say not done that really breaks my heart if i have to say not done so i i usually get my stuff done
1: yeah so what is it about that because essentially this particular pod is made up of people from all around the world and so how does the accountability work i mean it's not like somebody's getting penalized if they don't do their thing so so <laughs> what's happening with this accountability thing how how does that inter- work for you
0: it's an internal struggle i have <laughs> it's just i don't want to let my peeps down you know like we've got we've got people in australia new zealand canada and the north pacific northwest i'm down in california so i'm in the south and then we've got the east coast right we've got people everywhere
1: and in hawaii and so-
0: and in Hawaii, that's right. Yes, we're all over the place. Which I do love that part because like, okay, we've been in lockdown in, in the States. We were in total lockdown for a while. And so it's been really nice to be able to connect with people around the entire globe. We need some people from Asia. I guess that would be time hardship. But anyways, it's been really nice to be able to connect with people all across the globe and not feel alone during this whole thing. And I don't want to let those people down. I like them too much. Really. I don't want to let myself down, but I, this is another hard part of like who I am is I'm a little bit more okay. Letting myself down than other people. It shouldn't be that way. So just learn right now, everybody. It shouldn't be that way. Like you should, you should not let yourself down really. And then don't let everyone else down. Also, if you don't let yourself down, you don't let everyone else down. Right. But I kind of have a heart. It's like, I should work out, but if I don't have a spin buddy to go to spin class with, I'm probably not going to get on the bike in my garage. It's like that here. It's like I need those buddies, and I don't want to let them down and say I didn't do it this week. I really don't like it.
1: That's fantastic. So so overall, being involved in a Progress Pot Accountability group has been um, really helpful and beneficial for you.
0: Yes, because seriously, if I didn't have you guys, I probably – Sadly, I'd probably let myself down and I probably would not be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now because I would have taken too long to get here. (laughs) I'd still be way back steps, way back because I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have our our now Tuesday check-ins. Like I got to have it done by Tuesday, at least something. It could be a big something. Maybe I did my tiny step and I just kept going and I've got a whole bunch to show y'all or I at least did the one thing and I can be like proud of I did the one thing. And if I, if I didn't have you guys, I I know that I wouldn't have done as many of the things I wouldn't have checked as many boxes, which means I wouldn't be as far as I am right now, even though I'm in a messy middle still.
1: So the progress pods have really helped you make progress Absolutely. literally. So tell us a little bit about now what you're working on, where you're heading.
0: Okay. I'm working on writing some children's books right now. I'm working on, I think I'm I'm supposed to be focused on one, but like I've told you, I live in the top of the funnel and I'm a dreamer. I have about six of them I'm working on at the moment. They're all different, uh, <laughs> but I am trying to to get them at least one or two of them ready to submit to an agent and well to multiple agents and editors. By December 1st, that's, that's the big goal I've set for myself is I'm pretty close on one of the books. So that one, I at least want to have submission ready. So hopefully I can have some children's books out there and make it fun for kids to draw the characters. I'm really trying to focus on all my characters being able to be drawn by kids. Cause I think it's so fun. Like Mo Willems, you know, pigeon and all these elephant and piggy and all these things. I love so much and kids can draw them. And they love that they can draw them. And they don't have to look exactly like them. They can make them all fun and crazy. Um, But I want to keep my characters fairly simple so that kids can do it, which then I can also bring back towards all of the art. And we can have art classes together and draw together. And they can learn how to draw the characters in these books or others. And I'm also trying to put together a little character storytelling sort of course for kids right now where they can come up with characters and then do a whole story based off those characters and learn how to create like the first stages of creating a picture book for for kids because it's so much fun and my kids I've been practicing on my kids they're like my you know guinea pigs for everything and so they've actually both written children's books in the last couple of weeks wow. and they've done dummies for them, like the first preliminary sketches for them. And one of my kiddos has done a full color, like kind of dummy for his book. So it's very exciting to see that it's doable. And kids are, they're so inspiring to me. I just love seeing what they come up with. So I'm kind of working on, on all of that right now. And another thing I have for the Christmas season, which I'm hoping we're going to see how it goes. I'm going to try it out, but um, I'm hoping it goes longer is some fun paintbrush people I'm working on and a little art box so people can get an art box with some supplies and some how to video stuff to see how to um, create these little paintbrush people, which are exciting. So some courses, some boxes. I told you I live in the top of the funnel, Richard. Courses, boxes, books, art membership, (laughs) I got it all. And I'm slowly bringing it all together. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) Just a few things. So my next (laughs) tiny step, Richard.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And when will you (laughs) do it?
0: all back. Yeah, right. I will do it right after this meeting. It's already on my calendar.
1: (laughs) There you go. For those of you uh, who are listening, uh, that's a little bit of an inside joke that we have where in our progress pods, we continually uh, ask people, you know, what is your next tiny step and when are you going to do it? And that is the, that's the thing at the end of the day that really helps people make progress and then getting the support from the rest of the community in the pod. So there you go. It's
0: crazy, Richard, how people don't put it in their calendar. They don't usually make the progress. It's true.
1: It is absolutely true. It's something that I've seen over and over and over again for the last few years, that if it's not in your calendar, it's not something you value. And yeah. and I've seen this even in people who have been in progress pods for months and months and months and their mindset has changed and they, they understand the process. And then for a couple of weeks, they'll say what they're going to do, but they won't put it in their calendar and they miss doing it. I've had people miss their meetings that they turn up for every week, week after week after week, because for some reason they didn't put the meeting in their calendar. It's crazy. It's such a simple idea. And yet it's so powerful. The reality of it is, is that we value the things that we schedule time for.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we are so busy these days that if you don't schedule the time, you just don't get it done because you you let other things fill your calendar for you instead of you filling your own calendar, right? That's,
1: that's right. If you don't prioritize your time, other people will prioritize your time for you. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us today. If people are interested in learning more about you, where can they connect with you?
0: For now, you can find me on Facebook, At Your Creative Avenue is my Facebook page, Instagram at Your Creative Avenue, and you can go to craveartclub.com for some of my uh, paint party stuff that I do online.
1: Great. We'll link to that in the show notes below. So if if any of you who are listening are interested in that, just go down to the show notes and uh, you'll find all the information about Ashley down there. So just as we finish off, what would you say to somebody who is thinking about getting involved in a progress pod?
0: Do it just do it. Like, you know, you've got to do it because it's, it's so helpful.
1: Hey, Ashley, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much.
0: Yay. Thanks for having me. It was fun.
1: I always find myself feeling inspired when I chat with creatives like Ashley. If you'd like to find out more about what she's up to, please check out her links below. I'm passionate about helping people make progress. One of the ways I do this is through helping membership owners implement Progress Pod Accountability Groups into their courses and memberships. If you would like to find out more about our Progress Pod Accountability Group system and how it can help you increase your membership retention, go to RichardRalston.com. There's a link in the show notes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at RichardRalston. And if you've heard something in this episode that you thought was interesting, helpful, or valuable, I'd really appreciate it if you take the tiny step of heading over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. You might also like to share this podcast with a friend. Remember to hit the subscribe button. And until next time, remember to focus on progress because it's your tiny steps taken consistently over time that will enable you to produce massive results.